Boom. Hi, everypony, and welcome to Macintosh and Mod, the show about My Little Pony from two adults who love it in spite of their children. to Macintosh and Mud. I'm Diana, aka Mud. And I'm David, aka Macintosh. It's season seven, episode 25, Shadow Play, part one. After Sunburst discovers a journal written by Twilight's idol, Star Swirl the Bearded, Twilight aims to rescue him from a thousand year imprisonment. So it's a big fucking lore finale. Yeah, which, okay, they just like slap you in the face with like, okay, this is a thing. <laughs> I'm like, I know there were like some seeds planted, but they just like, they literally just hit you in the face with this. And it's just like, okay. There's a lot of exposition. There is no subtlety to this at all. <laughs> and I'm a little bit annoyed with it. Uh, once it all finally gets set up, it's fun. But boy, there's a lot to set up. Considering how much they were setting it up through this season, like we had a whole episode where they told us three of these lores. And then we had like we had several episodes where they were telling us these things. And then to just the episode before Sunburst gets this book and he doesn't even say he gets this book. We just have to see him having gotten it. That's it. And then we're in this. This is ridiculous. And not only that, he's in it. And we're at the castle. It's just, this is, this is lazy. This is some <laughs> lazy. Uh, I don't want to say lazy. They're animators and they're very hard workers. But I was just like, y'all fast track this a bit much. This, this was too quick. Well, to do, to do all that planting seeds mm-hmm. only to lead into a giant info dump of at least the first part of this finale mm-hmm. is just a lot. Like, I feel like this probably should have been a three-parter instead of a two-parter maybe or just i don't know cut and paste and try some different ways of delivering all this information yeah it's just it's it's messy it is messy it's messy however the lore itself i don't hate no so so we open this book and we get some narration from star swirl the bearded the best elements within us can spread light and virtue but I know ponies who represent them all. Strength, bravery, healing, beauty, hope, and sorcery. So, the, I mean, we just get this imagery of all these, all the ponies that we've met from these great stories. And this all looks exactly and functions exactly like the very beginning of Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. And they make reference to the Pillars of Equestria. Huh. So, like, this was, like, I knew this was coming just because this was happening in the world when we started our podcast, but I didn't know exactly how they were connected to the elements of harmony. Yeah. So that was kind of cool to get to experience. It's like they're taking the elements of harmony and being like, let's elevate now. Let's level up a bit. Well, technically, the elements of harmony grew out of this. Also true. Also true. This is like, let's backward engineer this a little bit, which I'm totally fine with. Like, I don't have any problem with this concept at all. But in terms of like what those, what those elements represented, it's a much more grown up idea. Sure. Sure. Oh, I'm totally, and I'm totally fine with that because again, one of the things we've talked about through this whole season is that our audience has grown up a little bit. We're in season seven. So if you were six when this started and it's seven years later, 
you're 13, 14. Yeah. If you're still with them on, on seven full years later, you're 13 going on 14. <laughs> like you, these are concepts you would understand. And you would also understand that this is some weird narrative bullshit, but whatever. <laughs> Let's oh, go. man. The whole fucking season. Yeah. Like, Leading up to another whole ass therapy episode. Totally. I'm I'm totally here for this. And it is beautiful. I do like a lot of the images that they had. So it's, it's just meant to be storybook and historical. It's cool. And then we realize that it's sunburst reading. We must now face the fiend with the only plan we have. I only hope it will be enough. That's the last entry. And maybe Star Swirl's final words before he vanished. <gasps> and when we pull out from sunburst, we realize that we are... At Celestia's castle, and Celestia, Luna's there, the all main six, Starlight, Spike, they're all there. And it's like, whoa. Well, it's finale time. It's We're going to go on an adventure. <laughs> my little pony, my, my little, little pony. pony. I've always wondered what happened to Star Swirl. This is quite a discovery, Sunburst. And she's looking at the dark book. Uh -huh. that, that we saw from the barrel. Oh my gosh, I wonder how that could have happened. So it's genuine? You can verify that this journal really belonged to Starswirl the Bearded? Indeed. From the looks of it, the last thing he wrote before facing the Pony of Shadows. Uh, so the Pony of Shadows was really real? It appears so. We never met the other pillars. We were too young to understand the danger they faced. Hold on a second now. All those legendary ponies were real too? And they went off with Star Swirl to face the Pony of Shadows? And then none of them were ever heard from again? Uh, yeah! Weren't you listening? Thank you, Pinkie Pie. But what happened to them all? They must have defeated the villain, since Equestria is still full of light and hope. But how? Where did they go? My old Ponish is a bit rusty, but I wonder if the answers can be found somewhere within the pages of this book. Well, I just happen to be an expert in old Ponish. I mean, I practically memorized every agent text about Star Swirl there is. Spike, in the distance. Seriously, all of them. We have fond memories of our old leader. If you could discover what happened to him, we would be most grateful. Solving a thousands-year-old mystery could take forever. Think of the research. The rereading. The re-re-reading. Re and many of the ponies are eye-rolling at Sunburst and Twilight because they are getting very excited about all the homework they're about to do. <laughs> of course. You might find you need help. Luckily, she's got a whole bushel of helpers right here. Totally. Uh, how long will all this research take exactly? Let's get back to my library. I'm sure we'll figure out what happened in no time. And so they're leaving, and then we cut to later in the library. Spike's replacing candles, and we realize that, oh, he's replaced quite a few candles. They're all passing out in much more imaginative ways. Mm-hmm. Somebody thuds. Sunburst is snoring. Somebody rustles something, and Sunburst screams awake. What did you figure out? You figured something out? And Pinkie Pie slurps a cupcake off her face. <laughs> that she passed out into. What is it? <sighs> Nothing. I mean, Star Swirl was a genius, obviously. There's parts where his horn writing is another language. <sighs> horn writing. Horn writing. Love it. I mean, he's a unicorn, so yeah, <laughs> horn writing. Twilight, we've been studying and referencing and cross-referencing for three straight days now. Uh, I haven't spent this much time reading since the last Deering Do book came out. <laughs> Nice. Perhaps it is time to take a break. This mystery is over a thousand years old, after all. Another day or two won't make a difference. Two days? I don't want to waste two seconds. I'm close to an answer. I can feel it. Hergum cephalum sepunhenge. 
what's that? And Twilight has this board, chalkboard out, and she's making symbols on it that look just like what we've seen in the actual book that Sunburst was reading. But Starlight just walks up and can read everything. Yep. Huh? The Temple of Ponehenge? You can read that? The horn writing's pretty sloppy, but it's nowhere near as bad as mine. Tor Dol Grimlick of Fola Fergenborg? At the base of Full Mountain? Uzer Endesmetsakrade. Arla's stand. Well, that sure sounds like a clue to me. He's blowing out candles. So, like, of course, they all get super excited and off to Ponehenge. Ponehenge? Ponehenge, of course. It's Ponehenge. I love the like, puns. How could it not be Ponehenge? The most fun thing about lore is we get great puns. We do get great puns. But also, again, this is so fast. Uh, yeah. Like, it's just like, there's a whole lot of lore in like two freaking seconds. And I was just like, you need to keep this in mind. Be slower with your lore. <laughs> Be slower with your lore, Diana. You Please. Need, like I just need to, like I just this is, a, this is a note to myself. Be slower with your lore. Just don't dump it on everybody all at once. <laughs> yeah. So they so they arrive there. Which is obviously Stonehenge, but it's Ponehenge. I've never seen magical runes like these before. Have you? Uh uh-uh. uh I don't think any pony's seen any of this for a long time. Whoa. It'd take a whole team of ponies to clear away all this brush. Even then, even then, I'm not sure we'd find out what happened here over a thousand years ago. Huh, you're right. I suppose it's a long shot. Eh, cheer up, Twilight. Finding a whole set of ancient ruins is pretty impressive. Maybe you could write a paper on it. I guess I'd hope we'd get here and the mystery would just magically be explained. And as Twilight says that, she walks up to one of these henges, I guess. And it's... A big rock, and then in front of it is kind of like a platform. So they all kind of look like thrones almost. And each one is clearly has got like an insignia. Uh Uh-huh. And she happens to go to the one that has a book. And she just throws the book down, the Star Swirl book. And as soon as she does, the ghosty format of Star Swirl the Bearded appears. Hologram. Hologram. Uh, Twilight? <gasps> Star Swirl? I wanted to meet you my whole life. I can't believe you're here. I don't think he is here. I don't think any of them are. And as they all start looking around, they can see that all of the pillars are appearing at their pony throne. <laughs> uh-huh. In this sort of hollow... Hologram. Magic vision. And then... And then they hear this booming and this zappy sound. And right in the center of Ponehenge is this almost altar area. Uh-huh. And we hear this evil laughter. <laughs> you summon me at your peril, Star Swirl. Once I defeat all of you, this realm will embrace the darkness as I did so long ago. And so it's the Pony of Shadows, and they pull in all these vines, and... We talked about all this dumped at the beginning. Yeah, so it's it's basically, it's actually showing the ponies what happened. Yeah. (laughs) Drawing me here will only make me stronger. You will never defeat me. We did not come here to defeat you. And then at this, the hologram version of the pillars all kind of, like, rise up. And they all take with them their 
tokens. Uh-huh. Uh huh. They're they're magical item that we've heard about. Anyway, you you knew was going to become a thing when you heard their story <laughs> previously. You're just like, yep, that's you know, that's their thing. And Starsville says, "We came to contain you." And the Pony Shadow screams, and they kind of poof away, and then they're all gone. And everybody's staring in awe of the magic. Well, you did ask for a magical explanation. <laughs> Thank so, you, Pinky. Fabulous commercial break button. And we come back. Uh, what just happened? It looked like Stars will cast a spell that banished the Pony of Shadows. Of course. Powerful magic like that would leave an impression on this place. Bringing the book back here, let us see what happened. Which was what? Starswell and the rest of the pillars sacrifice themselves to save Equestria. Oh my god, the exposition. Like, no shit. Like, duh. <laughs> duh. So we go back to the castle. It's amazing to think that one of the greatest mysteries of Equestria was solved with a musty old book from an antique shop. But I wouldn't say the mystery solved. Starswell's spell was one of the most powerful feats of magic in all of history. It'll take years of study before we fully understand it. And they open the door to the library. I think I understand Star's Rule spell. Uh, of course. Because, of course, Twilight's been up forever studying this. It's Star Swirl. It's Star Swirl. Her favorite subject ever. So now we cut over to the throne room and Twilight's got to explain herself to every pony. I know I finished one of Star Swirl's spells before, but this one was on a whole different level. Was it an explosion of magical feedback? An evocation? A kind of incantation, it's Starswell, so the possibilities are endless. And once Starlight set me on the right track with this crazy horn writing, <laughs> I mean, he was a genius, so I guess we can forgive a little messiness. I went through the journal again, and it's amazing! Twilight, darling, we understand you're excited, but that's all we understand. <laughs> what exactly is so amazing? Only how Starswell and the other pillars sent the Pony of Shadows to Limbo. They did what now? They used their magic to open a portal between worlds to Limbo and pulled the Pony of Shadows inside. And so, like, she's got a model diorama that she's, like, pointing to. It's a little, it's a little paper pony. Yep. Darling, your diorama. I made more. And the one in front of her falls apart. And we see that there in the corner, there's a bunch more. <laughs> like 12. She's made several. I love you, Twilight. So we kind of just talk back and forth that she's trying to explain what limbo is. And it's it's just very complicated. And it's just like, okay, well, you know, we've opened portals, but like basically like we we got it, we gotta open it back up. We gotta we gotta get these people out. And Twilight basically says, like, I think I can get them out. Twilight, are you serious? You can save the most legendary ponies of all time? And Starlight Glimmer is like suspicious She's like, I, I don't know opening portals between worlds didn't work out well for me are you sure it's safe hey first-hand experience from starlight glimmer over here hey like she she's like this is mm, this is dangerous this is a bad idea and twilight and her hottie i'm fucking amazingness oh my god first of all you open portals through time and second of all star swirl wrote the spell you used to do it if he'd been there he could have stopped it a crusher would be safer with him in it. We have to save him. Fuck you, Twilight Sparkle. Oh, so Twilight is just like, mm, I'm amazing and you were naughty 
I'm doing this for good. And even if I'm not amazing, Star Swirl is the most amazing. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. But you'd be saving all the pillars, right? A- and they disappeared ages ago. That's the thing about Limbo. It isn't one place or another. It's in between. So time stands still. If we can pull them out, it'd be like they never left. I actually built another model to demonstrate. Ugh! Rainbow Dash, head on table. Yeah, she's done. What can we do to help? If I'm right, we need to find items that are connected to the pillars in some way. You mean, like, stuff that belonged to them? How would we know what to look for, or where? Luckily, Star Swirl took a lot of notes. Which, okay, of course. Uh-huh. My compatriots are as varied as the realm itself and hail from every corner of our land, bringing with them artifacts and talismans of great power. Um, Twilight, what are you doing? And all of a sudden, the talismans, or their, their tokens or whatever, are glowing on the map, the cutie mark map, just uh-huh. like their map, because it's the same type of magic, which is really <laughs> cool. And it's glowing in places that we've been before, and it's working the same way. Yeah. I'm not doing anything. Rock hoof shovel. Flash Magnus's shield. Mistrain's flower. Meadowbrook's mask. And the blindfold Samabula wore when she faced the nasty Sphinx. I guess we don't need to figure out who should get what. <laughs> Which I do appreciate that. We're just like, well, no shit. That's where y'all have been. Yeah, duh. <laughs> like, we get it. And if we haven't been there, we've certainly talked about it. True. So... That's all fair. I I do like how this part went very fast. Yep. And we're on an adventure. We're on an adventure. So we start with an archaeological dig. Professor, it's a mighty helm headpiece. Maybe it belonged to Rockhoof himself. Legends don't wear helmets. This belonged to a real pony. Oh, I can guarantee Rockhoof was as real as you and me. (laughs) And I suppose that ravine was dug with his trusty shovel to save the village from an erupting volcano. Probably. And this is where we meet our rando pony of the week. It is Indiana ponies. Uh, yes, it looks, this pony looks exactly like Indiana Jones. Ponies is spelled P-O-N-E-S, so it's like Jones, but it's pones. Indiana pones. Indiana pones, but I like to say ponies. Who cares? It's hilarious. I couldn't not. How, How did we get this far into it without having this? This was our first opportunity. Yeah, I guess. Uh huh. So, um, Applejack's gonna throw down with a with an archaeologist pony. Professor Fossil. I love old legends as much as any pony, but a pony strong enough to save a village from rushing lava with a shovel is <laughs> preposterous. And so they start kind of going back and forth, and the giant boulder comes out very much like Indiana Jones. Yeah, Indiana Pones is messing with some shit, and he <laughs> unlodges a boulder. Yes, the, the references are accurate. Um, and so Applejack saves the day. She, two hoof, bucks a giant boulder away from these two ponies. Because she's amazing. I, I can't believe you just did that. Y- you saved us. I bet if you told some pony else the story, it might sound <gasps> preposterous. And so then they point with the boulder being out of the way, they point to this cavern behind it. And Applejack goes in and she sees the shovel. Rockhoof's shovel. I suppose some stories might be true. And Rockhoof's appears to be one of them. Mm-hmm. And as Applejack takes it, like you can hear that magic humming noise. Ooh. Ooh. Then we cut to Rarity is in the garden. <laughs> and uh, she, we see the this lotus, this uh-huh. beautiful flower. 
And so she goes through this gate and she gets smacked. Ow! You keep those hooves to yourselves, dearie. This place has been in my family for generations and I'm not about to let some whippersnapper take the last good piece of it. Time was, ponies came from far and wide to see these gardens. But that flower's the only worthwhile thing left. Ooh, she's angry. Apparently this is the most beautiful flower in her garden. Everything else has just gone to hell. So Rarity takes a beat and looks at everything and uses her magic and just whips that garden into shape. Perhaps it just seemed like your gardens were worthless, but a little pruning can work wonders. Of course, you will have to look after more than just one flower now. You've given my family's legacy back. The flower you wanted seems like a fair trade for that. And so Rarity takes the flower and it hums magically. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> we cut to Spike riding Rainbow. <laughs> Fine, sure. Why not? Sure. I can't believe Flash Magnus Shield ended up in the Dragonlands. Good thing you brought the official Equestrian Friendship Ambassador to the Dragons to help you navigate our customs. Like our favorite sport, cord surfing. Wahoo! Ollie! <laughs> So the dragons are lava surfing. Okay, that was awesome. Dragon Lord Ember commanded us to make peace with ponies, but it doesn't mean you surf in our spot. Oh, fuck, it's Billy. It's Billy. Whoa, fellas, as the official equestrian friendship ambassador to the dragons, I have to say, that's not very friendly. Well, what do you know? The puny pony dragon sticking up for his pony pal. Oh, no, it's Garble. Oh, fuck. Oh, god damn it, it's Garble. Garble. Ruins everything. Hey, that's an ancient pony artifact. Yeah, he's surfing on the shield. Well, Flash Magnus is shield. So they argue about it. Like, okay, we're going to race you. But he says, no, no, no. Not Rainbow. Spike. Uh-oh. So they go to surf. And Spike, obviously, sucks at surfing. But somehow he just basically falls. He, like, hits a giant ramp off a rock and somehow flops his way into the lava and wins. And so he wins. And... I won? I won! Woohoo! Give up the shield, Garble! Lord Ember only commanded us to be nice to ponies. She never said anything about pony-loving dragons. Uh, since Dragon Lord Ember commanded you to make peace with ponies, you can't very well attack one of their friends, (laughs) can you? I guess we'll find out. Ah! And so Spike hides behind Rainbow Dash. Ugh, why is he always hiding behind ponies? I wasn't hiding when I beat you down the ridge. You fell. Wow, you must be slow if all Spike had to do to win was fall down. So they kind of go back and forth and then Rainbow Dash just like steps in to put a stop to it. And says, okay, fine, I'll race you because I'm definitely going to beat you since you've got that medal on your back. Uh Uh-huh. And so Garble's like, oh, yeah, that would slow me down. So he's like, yeah, okay, fine. So he throws the shield down. See you at the top, loser. And then he turns around and Rainbow Dash has already taken the shield and flown away. Rainbow away. (laughs) Hey, that's mine. Finders keepers, remember? See, because that's what you said when they first showed up. (laughs) So great. So great. I miss the dragons. I do miss the dragons. The dragons are pretty fun. We should see them more. We cut on over to Fluttershy dealing with some flash bees. Just remember not to turn them away, Cattail. Flash bees can get pretty aggressive. I guess that's why none of the other bayou animals can get to the water. And there are all sorts of swamp critters. That are adorable. 
And like, even vicious swamp critters, like gators and shit. But they're precious. They're precious, and also they're all terrified of these flesh bees. They're horrible. <laughs> Wouldn't it make more sense for you to wear the mask that calms the bees? It would, if I didn't have to fly up there to move their hive. So Cattail has distracted the flash bees uh-huh. and Fluttershy has gone and moved their hive up higher so that they're farther away from the from the, the swamp creatures. Cattail's doing that slow back away with the mask on. Mm-hmm. There. Now the other bayou creatures can get to the water without the bees feeling threatened. And so, we, so we see these cute little alligators and crocodiles and snakes all enter the bayou. It's adorable. <laughs> you know, you didn't have to help with this. I would have lent you the mask anyway. I know, but I couldn't leave without helping. Oh! So Fluttershy gets the, the mage's mask and, you know, it hums. <laughs> and then we cut over to the Sphinx cave over in Sonambula and Daring Do's there. <laughs> it's hilarious. I don't think any pony can find anything in there. And they're looking in, like, the pit that's got all the green goo in it. <laughs> they're just kind of looking through uh-huh. a hole. And up pops Pinkie Pie in a scuba suit. This old blindfold was stuck in the drain. Weren't you looking for a blindfold? Oh, yeah. (laughs) And it hums magically. Of course Pinkie Pie just found it by accident. Of course she did. Oh, my God, Pinkie Pie. Like, I love you. So we cut back to Ponehenge. And all the ponies have gathered with their stuff. I can't believe I'm going to meet Star Swirl the Bearded. I know, outside of my dreams. Oh my god, Twilight, calm the fuck down. I can't believe you're actually going through with it. Starlight's just like clearing vines away. Uh-oh. What do you mean? I'm all for pushing the envelope, obviously, but this is pretty out there for you, Twilight. What's out there about saving the most legendary ponies of all time from a thousands-year-old prison? Well, nothing when you say it like that, unless the most legendary ponies of all time knew what they were doing and we shouldn't mess with it. Hey, hey. Like. She's not wrong for asking these questions. Like, we should take a minute to think about this a little bit more. Starlight Glimmer gets it. Yeah. She fucking gets it. Hey, I've fucked with the dark side. It ain't great. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, you know, these these legends, maybe they had a plan here all along. Yeah. I'm sure Star Swirl and the Pillars did the best they could back then, but magic has come a long way, mostly because of the work they did. That's true. And you did get your wings from finishing one of Star Swirl's spells. Exactly. But then I messed with one and nearly destroyed the universe. So, Starlight, Star Swirl the Beard is the greatest wizard who ever lived. And the chance to have him back in Equestria is worth the risk. <sighs> yeah. Okay. Well, duh. Ugh. Like, I do like that she softens here a little bit. She didn't get all haughty about it. She's just like, you can see in this moment specifically, it's like, He's the greatest wizard of all time. Why would we not bring him back to try to help? No, because here's the thing. There's nothing wrong right now. That's true. There is, there's nothing happening where they need the greatest wizard that ever was. Yeah. There's no threat to them that means they need the pillars right now. They create the threat. <laughs> they oh they create the problem that then has to be solved yeah so it ain't broke nope nothing's fucking broke they just stumbled upon some information twilight did a twilight <laughs> at no point does twilight soften here at all yeah you're right you're right she doesn't 
starlight softens in that she's just like, I'm not going to convince you because you don't understand. Twilight has never flirted with being bad. Yeah. Her way has always been the right way. Like, she's screwed up. She's been wrong. Oh, yeah. But the thing for Twilight is her intentions have always been honorable. So that's what she's gotten away with. This is the first time where it's like, this is all about your fucking ego. Uh Uh-huh. 100%. Oh, yeah. And if Starlight had a little bit more courage and was more self-assured in her relationship, she would have called her on this. I mean, like, bitch, you're so full of shit. You're going to fuck up our universe. Yep. Don't do it. So, yeah. Before this gets any worse, though, Spike comes flying in with Rainbow Dash. That's good news. Otherwise, we'd have brought the shield for nothing. I hope you didn't think you're the only one to find her artifact, because this here shovel says otherwise. <laughs> Honestly, you two, not everything is a competition. But Miss Main's flower is by far the most attractive of the artifacts. You're just saying that because you didn't have to scuba dive in a pit of green slime to get yours. Or move a flash beehive. <laughs> Good work, everyone. Let's do this. And so they, like, they, they're all there with their, their artifacts. And they magic zap the book. And it forms a magical hexagon. Starlight Glimmer is very reluctant. <sighs> it groans. And so... There's a lot of humming and magic zapping, and we see all of the pillars, and they're all, like, all swirling in the sky, and they all drop. What? What has happened? It worked! We brought you back! To where? You and the others have been trapped in limbo for over a thousand years, but I figured out how to get you home. What? No! No, 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 no! You must undo what you've done! What? Why? I mean, I don't think I can. You cannot bring us back. But I did. I brought all the pillars back. You cannot bring only the pillars back. And then we look at the sky and black clouds form. And then we see the pony of shadow form. (laughs) Oh, no. To be continued. Dun, dun, dun. God damn it, Twilight. Twilight did a bad. Twilight did a bad. She did a bad. Fuck. Just, why will no one listen to Starlight Glimmer? Why will nobody listen to her? Because once a bad, always a bad. And that's, well, that's not true for Twilight when it comes to magic. You only know how to use your magic for bad. I only use my magic for good. Ha 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 ha. She's superior, which here's the, but again, as I've been saying forever, Starlight's a better magician. She's better at magic than Twilight. She can magic her out the fucking world. So we'll have to see in part two if uh, Twilight learns her lesson. Oh no, what will happen? And see you in like two seconds. Bye, everypony! Bye! Thanks for listening. Be sure to review and rate us on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your podcast. For questions, comments, and recommendations, you can email us at macintoshandmod at gmail.com or find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook.